Hello, and welcome to this mini-episode of Supernatural Stories. If you enjoyed the episode on haunted theaters and were wondering about movie theaters, wonder no further. The Fox Theater in the downtown east end of Toronto, opened in 1914, is said to have a ghostly presence. Some people see an eerie light on the balcony, others feel it in the exit. I'm going to speak to Crystal, the general manager of the theater. They're holding a raffle in the next week for a chance to experience a seance with professional medium in the theater with you and your friends. So stay tuned for the details. How long have you been working at the Fox? Uh, for about a year and a half, I've been the general manager. And the current owners have had the Fox for 13 years. But, of course, it's a lot older than that. I saw it's over 100 years old now. And uh, not as old as... Um, I live near the Review Cinema. That's the oldest one in the city. So they're the two oldest. Yes, but the Review... Um, we, we're the oldest continuous-running theater. The Review hasn't always been a movie theater. Like, it's been a movie theater on and off. We've been a movie theater right from the day we opened. Oh, that's interesting to know. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. So, in all of those years, over a hundred years, I'm sure all sorts of pretty interesting things have happened at the theater. I was wondering, you know, to get straight to the point, do you know if anyone's ever died there? We don't. Um, we have very little information other than the basics of, you know, the, the dates and those sorts of things. Um, one of the projects that we, we had on our books do before COVID hit was to go down to the Toronto archives and they have a ton of stuff um, that they have listed under Fox Theatre and Prince Edward Theatre which is what its previous name was um, but none of it is digitized so we have to actually go to the archives to look and that's what we're hoping to find out if there are any news stories or anything that we could find that would tell us a bit more about the um, human history of the building. And perhaps also about the owner. I was looking online to try and, and find out, but as you said, it hasn't been digitized, so it's just sitting there in the archives. Yeah. Well, that's going to be fascinating to find out about. When you got there, did anyone say anything to you about, you know, this building might possibly be haunted? What was that conversation like? Yeah, I think everybody kind of told me about the, the main main spot that everybody seems to get kind of like a creepy feeling in is we have two exits on either side of the screen at the front of the theater and the exits lead out into the alley behind the theater. Mm -hmm. um, so the left-hand exit when you're facing the screen, it's, that seems to be the area where people get like a shivery feeling up their spine or they feel like they're not alone. And I've definitely felt that down there as well. It's very dark down there. We've got all black curtains down there as well. So that doesn't help. There's no light that penetrates. Mm -hmm. So especially when you're closing up the building and you're shutting down the lights and everything, um, it's definitely, it feels, I guess, a little bit heavy is a good way to put it. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the main one. And then people have definitely told me that you know, there's, they don't necessarily always feel alone in the theater when they're here by themselves and um, things like that. Like, definitely people were telling me, like, expect that you might feel these things when okay. you're here by yourself. And have you felt them? I have, yeah. I think the main one that I, um, that I noticed sort of right away, because I, I am in the building a lot by myself during the day, and then... Um, if I happen to be staying at night, quite often I'll be by myself after the staff leaves. 
So when I'm going out the front door, it does actually sort of feel like someone is walking you out. Like you don't, it doesn't feel negative, but it feels like someone's walking out with you. Almost like I like to put a positive spin on it and just say like, they're making sure that they're, that you're getting out. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely felt that one. That one I, I feel a little bit more, I think, because that's, um, that's kind of, I'm in that scenario more where I'm walking out the door rather than hanging around near the screen. Sure, and you're not going out the fire exit pretty much ever, I guess, except just to like check. Yeah, maybe. exactly. So can you tell me a little bit, just so um, people can picture it as well, you said that the exits both lead to an alleyway behind the building. What's it sort of look like around the theater itself? So the theater, the, the alleyway actually, it's a common alleyway. There are apartments that kind of flank the theater. There's apartments on top of the theater, and then um, there's like a coffee shop and everything. So the, the it's not actually a really creepy alley. <laughs> as, as far as alleys go, it's, um, you know, there are windows, like people's apartments, their windows face out. And so if you actually go out into the alley, there's a bit of light out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It feels creepier inside the theater. Well, no, but that's alley. interesting, though, because you said there's apartments above the theater. Have there always yeah. been there? Or how were those built more recently? As far as... No, um, that's another thing that I'm not 100% sure in, and I need to, um, uh, that's why I want to find out more about it. I know that at one point, some of them might have been offices, mm-hmm. um, but I do think there has always been, like, someone living up there, whether it's someone connected to the theater or, um, as it is now, it's separate apartments. So, um, so yeah, that's, like, again, another thing that I want to find out, because they do have building plans and things down there at the archives as well, yes. so I can get a better idea um, about sort of the evolution of the theater. Yeah, that immediately jumps out at me, because anytime you have an apartment building, you have a lot of people coming in, living, coming and going, yeah. and ghosts and haunted things kind of tend to fit with the whole apartment building. I know I've sort of had that experience, the one apartment that I lived in. Just because yeah, if, if there is if there is something that may actually be a very likely explanation of why people are feeling it if there was someone who lived and died right there. Yep, totally. Outside of the theater, have you ever had any other experience sort of like this of any kind? I, I haven't had any like really kind of, you know, right out of a horror movie type situations I would say in general I feel like I'm a little bit sensitive to energy is the way that I like to put it mm-hmm. so I definitely have been in situations and I definitely have been in buildings where I've felt um, I've gotten immediately sick or dizzy and as soon as I leave um, the building or the area I have actually I had a cat who passed away maybe about six years ago and I would say for a good couple years after she passed I definitely felt like she was around or like at night um, I kind of felt like I, she was like curling up there with me even though I couldn't really explain why I felt that way and then after a couple of years that kind of went away and I haven't really felt it so I always thought okay well Maybe she just decided it was time for her to go wherever she needed to go next. <laughs> yeah, I, I have I have no way of explaining any of it. I just know that actually these things really do happen. And, you know, I I would have thought they only really happened to an experience like that, you know, a ghost cat or something. It seems like, well, that can't happen. But the more people I've spoken to through this show, the more I found out that there are fairly common experiences actually around that. Much more common than you'd think. 
So I need to get to the point of the article that I read, which was that you're going to be holding a seance at the theater. Right, yes. When's that all planned for? Um, well, we're closed right now um, because of COVID. So um, we're going to, so we're holding, essentially it's a draw. So you can enter, you make a donation to the theater, which goes towards sort of our fixed costs and our maintenance while we're closed. And we will draw one name and that person can bring five friends with them. And we've got a professional medium coming and uh, we'll figure out a date once we reopen and once, you know, regulations or, you know, all the COVID regulations, we can follow all them and, and all that stuff. And um, we'll figure out that date and then they can come. We'll do the um, seance, which according to the medium we're talking to, will take about 90 minutes. And then afterwards, they can stay and watch a movie. It doesn't have to be a scary movie, but whatever they want to do, just to kind of um, hang out in the space a little bit more. If you've got a copy of The Shining lying around, you know, it wouldn't be too bad. I know. Well, that's what I kind of I was like. I think it would be great if they could watch Poltergeist or something like that. But oh, that was my... Growing up, that was the movie that scared me the most, Poltergeist. That it's, movie terrified one, me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Especially because it's kids in it, so... Exactly, and, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, hmm. The clown. Everybody hates the clown in that one. <laughs> Everyone, oh, clowns are always awful. <laughs> well, um, it's been great chatting with you about this. Is is it on the main website for the theater where people can enter the draw? Yeah, so it's um, foxtheater.ca, and it's theater with an R-E, and uh, people have until November 5th, so like 11.59 on November 5th is mm-hmm. the deadline. And you can enter as many times as you want, and uh, we will draw on the 6th and let everyone know who wins. Yeah, so because it's happening so soon, I'm going to post this as a little kind of just a mini interview episode soon. I'll get this up tomorrow, I guess. And uh, yeah, let everybody know about this. So good luck with the draw and with uh, reopening the theater soon. Looking forward to it. Thanks for listening to this mini-episode of Supernatural Stories. The music featured in this one was by BOPD with New England is Interesting. A quick note, if you are in a building and it makes you feel dizzy, you might also want to call a gas utility person before you call the Ghostbusters. For more on that, listen to episode 29, Paranormal Researcher's Insights, where I spoke with Pete Wren of the Vancouver Paranormal Society. He just signed a book deal to publish more of his personal experiences, so I'm looking forward to reading them. To get in touch and share your stories, go to www.supernaturalstories.ca. Until next time, have a happy Halloween.